Hey guys, good morning and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Going to do things a little bit differently today, as I promised on all three of yesterday's daily shots of Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates, and just combine them all into one with a message that I'd like to get across today. Something I've been thinking about through the week, especially after having a really rough travel day in Cleveland over the weekend for Steelers versus Browns. This is not a great time in Pittsburgh sports. There's not any sugar coating on that. There's no candy wrapper for it. There's no bow. It's, it. I don't want to say grim, but it's deflating, I think, for all three of our teams. The Steelers are, I don't know, they look like they're in a playoff race. At least when you take a glance at the standings, they don't look like they're in anything when you actually watch them. And after all the buildup and all of the hype, a lot of it, believe it or not, justified over this past summer and the excitement over young players and the excitement over, wow, a franchise quarterback to replace Ben Roethlisberger. It's, yeah, here's that word again deflating. You know, it is. Your balloon gets popped. The Penguins are a very different case. A quarter of that roster is headed to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Incredibly, but true. And yet, when you watch them flail around like they did last night on the power play and losing to the Rangers, one nothing at PPG Paints Arena before this, you know, capacity crowd that came on Thanksgiving Eve, which is the Pittsburgh tradition. And it has been for decades and everyone shows up because they come home for the holiday and they only have a couple of chances all year to see their favorite NHL team. And, and then pfft, nothing. Their most talented players just tossed the puck around like it was a hand grenade going 0 for 5 on the power play with five shots. And you go, what is it that we're getting all invested in? Because if even that crowd could get, here's that term again, deflated the way that it did off of one New York goal in the first period and then fall silent basically for the rest of the night, Wow, I don't even know. And the Pirates don't deflate because they never really let you build your hopes up. But even they had an episode of that this year by starting out 20 and 8 in April and doing it without O'Neill Cruz, their one great young hope. And you thought, man, Cruz could come back. This team's going to be hanging around in playoff contention. Who collapses after going up 12 games over 500? And then they did. And they did it in the worst, most excruciating, most demoralizing way in that they just stopped hitting. I'm sorry. I know there are people who love baseball for the pitching primarily. I'm not one of them. I want to see people all over those bases. I want to see that ball going, not just over fences, but gap to gap. And all of that was happening along with a ton of stolen bases of all things, like a relic from the 80s. And then, poof, 
Just like that, it was gone. I am grateful on this Thanksgiving day. I know that's a cliche. I know that's something that everybody says and they make these little lists of, you know, things that they're thankful for and whatever. And, and I'm not above that. I'm a real sap for holidays. I'm grateful for health. I'm grateful for having the best job in the world. I'm really grateful that both of my kids came home from college yesterday. It's spectacular. They just spectacular. My daughters in North Carolina, my son in Philadelphia to have them here as I was telling them all day yesterday where they belong. My son hadn't been here in a couple months and I could see the emotions in his eyes. And we picked him up at the airport and drove him through the Fort Pitt tunnel. I'm grateful for all of that. But you know what? Like every one of you who's kind enough to press play on any of these programs year round, I'm greedy too. You know, it, this is not exciting covering these teams. Uh, it's a, it's a drag in a way from a content standpoint. When a team wins, even if it's in the moment, like some of the scenarios that I've just described, the stories are so much more compelling. The words that you use in writing, the, the intonation that you use in speaking, the passion that's attached to both the good and the bad that's within that, it can't be mimicked. When the teams, all three of them, are a big stinking dud, which all three of them are right now. I don't know if that's going to change. I don't know if it's going to change imminently, for sure. But that leads me to what I'm most thankful for in this scenario, in this context. And I'll share that with you right after this. this uh, unusual Thanksgiving episode of Daily Shot Singular today. The thing for which I'm most thankful, even amid all three of these teams being right now, is that everyone's still here. Everyone's still interested. Everyone's still invested. Think of it this way. In 2014, I left being a columnist for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review to start this endeavor from scratch. And I mean completely from scratch. Went from six-figure pay and health insurance and everything else and a couple young kids and just walked out the door and said, I'm going to do this. DK Pittsburgh Sports was born on July 22, 2014, and it's since become a thing. We have readers and listeners and app users and video watchers and you name it, we've got it. And we've got it coming our way from all over the world. It's been an amazing thing to be a part of. You want to hear something, though, that's at least a little bit cynical? When other media people, 
particularly those in other cities who say, hey, how did you do that? We'd like to do that too. You know, my family, we're sick of where I'm working, whatever else. And they'll ask me questions about it. The first one, almost invariably, that they'll ask is, do you think this would work anywhere other than Pittsburgh? Now, if you're me, and I can occasionally be a little sensitive, right? The first thing I think of is, hey, hang on a second. We're really good at this. We could do this anywhere. It's actually not true. It's actually not true. Pittsburgh is what makes this company run. The passion that Pittsburghers and transplanted Pittsburghers and second generational Pittsburghers, because we can reach all of them through the Internet, that they have for these three teams in whatever order or if it's just one or if it's two of them, who cares? The churches here in Western Pennsylvania conducting their services an hour or two early on a Sunday to make sure everybody can get where they need to be by kickoff. The banners and the building lights that commonly celebrate all three teams. The golf tower here downtown has a light that goes up when the Pirates hit a home run, when the Penguins score a goal, when the Steelers score a touchdown. You know how that light is run? It's one dude sitting down on the ground level of a skyscraper, security guy at the security desk who just flicks it on because he's told he's got to have the game on the radio, whoever happens to be playing. Where else does that happen? Where else? Where else? Well, actually, I can answer this one. Nowhere else. Do their three teams have the same first name, the same set of colors, and by and large, the same followings? For real. Yeah, the Steelers are bigger worldwide, but when you get into the city or into our region, it's all three. Most often. So, yeah, times are tough, I think, for all three of these teams at the moment, and yet... This program, specifically, the three daily shots, I guess if you want to call it three programs, continues to grow by leaps and bounds. And I mean that. Our numbers at this point are such that we're getting anywhere from twenty to 30,000 listens just on the Steeler show per day. If that was one show that was in one market, it would be the ratings winner locally. That's how many people listen to it. That's nuts. I know. And I think it's that much more nuts when I remember that in August and September, when everybody was Kenny Pickett this and George Pickens that and Najee Harris this and Jalen Warren that. And our numbers were skyrocketing because there was hope because people were even more than the norm, allowing themselves to put emotion into the Steelers again because they believed, because they had faith. It's easier to do it in that setting, isn't it? Well, it's tougher now, but you know what? Our numbers keep going up. The more people that find out about either the Daily Shots or the Ramon Foster show or the Matt Williamson Scouts Eye show or our new live Steeler show, Southside Beat, or all of our written content, of which we're so proud. 
at DK Pittsburgh Sports or the updates that we've made to the app, uh, making the content free while continuing to have a premium level of subscriptions for an ad-free experience, for commenting, for direct contact with the reporters. All of that just keeps growing. I'm not even mentioning our headquarters slash shop downtown, which this year is going to hit six figures in revenue. We never dreamed that coming out of a pandemic. And a lot of that is related to the people who listen to or watch or read our content, who just come in and say, hey, is this the place where it's the hey moan thing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, come on in, say hello. I am thankful for everything that Pittsburgh sports mean to people around the world. In turn, I am thankful to you for trusting me every day or trusting me most of the time to offer my thoughts to you on all three of these teams, to share with you my experiences in covering all three of these teams, whether it's in Pittsburgh or traveling across the continent, that makes it so much more worthwhile than any sort of dollars and cents that we work into the equation as far as the actual business goes. That's why this was started in 2014, and that's why I am so very grateful To you, to you specifically, I'm looking directly at you here. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. This program, actually I should say all three programs, will be back Monday after I come back from Cincinnati. Where, we'll see, maybe it'll get better, right? 